0: You're listening to the Innovation Made Easy podcast with Chiara Covone, episode number 72. Welcome to the Innovation Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Chiara Covone, ex-corporate leader turned executive coach and speaker. I'm here today to unfold insights of leadership wisdom and personal development to inspire you to achieve success both at work and in life. Are you ready to create your own success story? Then let's dive in. Let's talk about better conversations. And I wanna talk about in particular conversation within corporations, within companies, because it doesn't really matter what the values that are hanging on the walls say, or what the website says. The true culture of organization really shows through the um, conversations that people are having. And I really think that conversations in the organization are kind of an operating system. It's the single activity that connects everything your company does. Think about it. Think about all the different functions you have in a company. Operations, sales, marketing, everything. Problem solving organizational change, talent development, a lot of other daily activities are actually mediated by conversations between individuals and between teams. And the point is that sometimes we' are probably using a bit of an outdated model to conversation an outdated approach and and like an outdated operating system, the conversation won't be up to the challenge of such a complex and diverse, hyper-connected, hyper-digital, furiously fast um, environment. So the result is what we live continuously on a day-to-day. Failed change initiatives, difficulties in implementing new strategies, challenging in retaining talents, productivity that is low, customer satisfaction that might be low, etc. And I want us to look at the different initiatives, such as the strategy, the innovation projects, uh, the growth initiatives, everything as kind of applications on this operating system. So they're like individual software that run on this operating system, just like any computer. And so the effectiveness of that um, activity of that software is constrained by the responsiveness of the operating system. And that's why we wanna be looking at conversations and how to improve conversations really in a systematic way. And now there is four core behaviors that I wanted to tap into. that are the enablers of better conversation. And I actually um, mentioned and discussed those in previous podcast episodes, and I'm gonna link those uh, in the show notes. So the first one is really about listening, but listening not to respond, and instead listening to understand. And I think this is really big for me because I know that's not how we're trained. And I'm giving a lot of um suggestions and food for thoughts to the people I'm working with, to my clients, to really start thinking and questioning: Am I really understanding? How do I how do I differentiate when i'm listening to respond versus when i listen to understand right what are the tricks that can really help me make sure that i'm present and listening asking powerful questions is another way that we really want to be tapping into instead of assuming right we assume so much ask questions validate your assumptions don't go in and even if you go can go in without any assumption that's even better because otherwise you're going to be biased and looking for Asking the questions just to answer and to validate your um, your initial intuition and um, and and thought, and then we want to be creating also challenges and and a support system. So challenges in a in a constructive way. How do we work together in a constructive, in a healthy conflict way, uh, and address problem solving in a constructive way, and also really establish accountability. How do we avoid hiding behind the, the fear that we have of being responsible for something, losing yourself into into a team? And how do you leverage having better conversation to really make sure that people feel accountable, but they're not gonna be paying, being paying the game or the price of if things don't go as expected, if you're clear and, you know, to start with. So I'm gonna go through each one of these um, uh, core um, ways of uh, having better conversation in details. So let's start with the first one, which is about listening to understand. So naturally, when we speak, we're concentrating, and we're concentrating about ensuring that you are going to be understanding what I have to say, right? That's really something important. I'm going to tell you a story and I'm going to try to really think, how can I tell you this story so that you understand? But we don't do as much effort when we're listening to really truly understand what somebody else is saying. How am I sitting here and ensuring that I'm here really understanding both verbal and non-verbal cues about what you're trying to tell me. So listening to understand really goes way beyond the active listening which is, you know, a lot of people talk about it's really way more deeper. We focus on the idea that there are multiple levels of information and we wanna tune into those levels during the conversations. So there is factual data, right? Clearly the data, the the fact that the person is expressing, so we pay a lot of attention primarily to this type of uh, dimension, to that level. But we we also wanna be listening for the values behind what what we're talking. So the emotions that people bring up to an issue, right? The tone of voice, the the passion that people will have into a certain topic. And and really we want to be so sensitive about kind of understanding all the things that the body is saying. And if we feel that there is a kind of a contradiction between what the person is saying and what body language is saying, then we actually want to ask you questions. We want to understand. Am I understanding that correctly? I feel like there is something hiding behind what you're saying. And I really think it's so powerful to have that courage to call it out. I don't I feel like there is a there is a tension here between the words and the body language. And so this is really so interesting because when you're deeply and trying to understand and really listening to understand somebody, you can really be there feeling no resistance to actually ask that qualifying questions. I'm here because I want to understand. I really want to to feel to feel you. emotionally and empathetically understand you so help me get there help me uncover um, all those emotions all those thoughts that are behind the words that you're actually expressing and and so it is such an important phase of the conversation that active listening and one of the things that i really think is so powerful is actually playing back playing back to the person so if I hear correctly, this is what you're saying. Because it has really this twofold um, value. First of all, it forces you to really listen without being distracted by what you're preparing your answer to that. But it also helps the person think. Because when, you, when you're playing it back, the person can really realize, okay, is there something that I want to add? Or, oh, actually, no, I meant this other things. And and so you can also help them develop further thought, clarify it further, but also you feel all of a sudden that somebody's listening, that you are listening. And this is so important, particularly in conflicts. We know that from a lot of science that the first opening for conflict resolution is actually for the individuals to feel hurt. And playing it back is really a powerful tool um, to try and use it for the people in front of you to to really understand I hear you I I can really I'm not I'm not just hearing you I understand you I understand what you're saying and this is why when you play it back you can even add things that you feel you're, sa- you're listening right also the, those non-verbal cues to enrich really uh, the conversation and the openness it's so powerful I promise you you, you gotta try that the first Core, um, activity or behaviour that we can leverage to enhance and, uh, our conversations and to level up our conversations are asking, is asking powerful questions. And, and I know it sounds simple, but actually there is quite an art and science uh, in asking questions. So the goal here is to do more than create a mutual understanding, right, about the data. So we don't want to just sit in the data channel, but we want to go beyond that. And questions really can help cover those insights. So we want to be thinking about some type of questions that actually help people bring, bring them to the next level, bring them a level deeper beyond their starting point. So I'll give you an example. Um, if you're... If you're asking somebody, you know, how do you want to feel when you, you know, when you have this meeting with your team and that type of question is actually really likely to spark some reflection and, and really lead to greater insights rather than just saying, you know, when are you, you know, when are you going to have the meeting with your team or what are you going to say, what are you going to cover? It's really more, how do you want to feel in that meeting? How does success look like in that meeting? So you really help the person start thinking and go further further deeper in the thinking in the preparation of that meeting than they would if they were just looking at, you know, what is the agenda I want to put together? Who needs to be there? And do I have the slides? <laughs> so really think about it, how much those little changes in the way we're asking questions by also talking to the emotional channel not just the data channel can actually really spark some some deep thinking how do you want your team to feel in that meeting right how think about how do you create so if the answer then is like where i want them to feel safe i want them to feel motivated excited what do i need to do how do i need to show up for those things those emotions actually to spark and and to show up in the meeting it's a really interesting way to start thinking about when you have this conversation, don't just stay on the data channel, but actually access also the emotions and the emotional intelligence channel. The next piece is actually really about moving the things forward and through challenge and support. And what I'm thinking here is really the fact that we we don't wanna be avoiding those tough conversations and we want to be creating a, an environment um, where it is safe for me to give you feedback and for me to help you think it further and challenge you to stretch yourself and problem, problem solving um, in a more sophisticated way. I see sometimes those conversations that stay so superficial and so transactional. There is no growth there. And we want to be really leveraging instead that element of um, the you know the wisdom of those two people coming together two or more people coming together to really say okay how do we lavish that in a way that is useful how do i tap into your wisdom and you tap into my wisdom how do we exchange that how do you how do i be how do i am i vulnerable here to, to share with you what are the things i'm struggling with what are the questions that i have and can you help me figure it out what the solution is And so this is really about um, stress testing the ideas and and creating that environment. And of course, if there is not the right um, context in the right setting, that could really go the wrong way, right? If we're challenging somebody and that person feels attacked and defensive, that's not productive. I I know it sometimes when you ask some questions and you want to challenge the person to think for themselves, they go, very often people just go di- into defensive mode and go into justifying themselves and, and, and finding all the evidence why, you know, they want to appear smart and, uh, and intelligent. And so there is clearly more work to be done up front. Do I have the right framework? Do we Did we create the safe environment where I'm here to help you thinking, where I'm here challenging you, not for the sake of challenging, not to stress you, but really to make you go deeper into your analysis, deeper into your thinking, deeper into your into your intuition, into your wisdom to bring it forward. So I think that, you know, that right balance between supporting and creating a safe environment, but challenging in a stimulating way to, to support and say, yes, you can do, it. I know you can do it. I know you can think further. Don't stop at the first answer, go deeper. Um, it's a really an interesting balance uh, that uh, that is quite difficult to, to hit at times, um, but something to to play a little bit around and and see you know how far how far you can go and different people will react differently. But I think it's really fascinating to see um, how you can tap into this approach um, to get to the next level of conversations. And the final the fourth piece is really making sure that you don't leave any conversation without an accountability and a next step. I love how Tony Robbins says, never leave a decision scene without an action. And that's a bit the same thing. Conversations that are powerful and are the next level of conversations needs to be somehow captured with at least the minimum next step, which could even just be, okay, we'll, we'll sit again and look at the next actions in this day. And of course I hope that you're gonna get to better uh, accountability and better actions than that, but really just making sure that it's not just a conversation. We didn't just here sit and exchange some thoughts and then everybody goes back to their um to their business. And really stay instead um understand, okay, what are the actions, what are the learnings, what are the insights? So how do we connect the dots of this conversation? because it is rich every conversation has so much to give but if we're rushing from one meeting to the next and we don't have that 10 minutes five minutes even two minutes just to to sit down and think okay what just happened what did i just talk about what are the next steps are are we all clear about who is accountable and what are the next steps you know it could be I'll send you this email or um I'll let you i give an update on on this um, thing so having that habit of really never losing the content of that conversation but capture it within at least one action it's so powerful and I know that sometimes it's difficult particularly if you are part of a bigger project and you have just a little bit of a discussion and the things are you know way bigger but you still want to be taking the time to just have a clear next step, particularly actually if the people and individuals feel stuck, you know, how do you help them identify a, a next step? So it will reassure them It will make them feel when well, you're not stuck. I mean, stuck, you know, I, I don't really understand what it means, right? You're always in movement. You're never stuck. Your thoughts are never stuck. There's always new thoughts coming. So how do I tap into that? understanding that actually, you know, I can I can do one thing, that little thing. Is that the question that I need to answer? Who do I need to ask? So, so even that will just get you unstuck, um, if, you, if you really wanna use the word stuck. So we can go beyond the overwhelmness and the confusion and empower people to feeling like, yes, I can do that. I can do this little activity, yes, I can do this writing that email or, um, asking that person or writing down uh, my first thoughts so really closing a conversation with some clear actions I think it's uh, yeah it's it's to me it's really the next level of conversations instead of just leaving them there hanging and then just dissipate and your brain just erase them from your head because you don't remember taking the time to summarize one or two things that are the most important um, of that conversation just as happened really brings them to the next level and you can tap into that when you start the next conversation. So these four different pillars of better conversations that I shared with you today are not complicated but we are not necessarily using them or adopting them all the time and I would like to you for you to have a thought around those relationship where conversations are are easy and flow very nicely versus those conversation relationship in which there isn't so much flow and think about those four different um, ways of improving your conversations think about which one you are currently adopting versus which one actually you're shying away from Because I'm pretty sure that when you're going to look at the conversations that actually are of high quality, high engagement, high results, those four pillars will very much be more present than the others. But the point is that this is really true for so many people in the world that we are not training and being intentional around how we communicate and leveraging and tapping into these uh, techniques. conversing and talking and having conversations is such a natural thing we have but because we think we're already good at it we don't challenge ourselves to to actually bring it to the next level and only really top leaders often do that because they know the importance of every word they're using and and how they're talking to their people and how they're listening to the people well i encourage you to actually spread this way beyond um the the ceo level the c-suite and, and help really everybody in the organization to shape the culture by having better conversation and scaling them up through better listening, more active listening, and really more listening to understand, with asking powerful questions, with having this right balance of challenge and support, and never leave a conversation within an action, with a, with a clear action uh, for the people that were engaged in the conversation. So I wish um, you a wonderful week and until next time, bye. Hey, before I let you go, I wanted to let you know that I have a free masterclass for you to access. It is a comprehensive um, class about why we procrastinate and what we can do to instead achieve massive results. If you're tired of dreaming and wanting, and you're ready to take inspired and effective action, then this masterclass is for you. Go to covone.se forward slash goal and get instant access to this free masterclass to help you finally stop procrastinating and allow your dreams and wants to take back the front seat.